Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information, or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. You are listening to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast version of Morning Prayer, Right to, as found in the 1979 Book of Common Prayer, available through Church Publishing Incorporated. Our devotional this week is offered by John Newton, our rector. If you would like to support this podcast in St. Michael's Episcopal Church, you can contribute online at saint-michaels.org. If you wish to follow along at home, please turn to page 75 in your Book of Common Prayer. Jesus said, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. The confession can be found on page 79. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips. And our mouths shall proclaim your praise. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. We will now read the Venite on page 82. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The appointed psalm for today is Psalm 101. I will sing of your mercy and justice. To you, O Lord, will I sing praises. I will strive to follow a blameless course. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk with sincerity of heart within my house. 
I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. I hate the doers of evil deeds. They shall not remain with me. A crooked heart shall be far from me. I will not know evil. Those who in secret slander their neighbors, I will destroy. Those who have a haughty look and a proud heart, I cannot abide. My eyes are upon the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. And only those who lead a blameless life shall be my servants. Those who act deceitfully shall not dwell in my house. And those who tell lies shall not continue in my sight. I will soon destroy all the wicked in the land, that I may root out all evildoers from the city of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah. You, therefore, shall prophesy against them all these words, and say to them, The Lord will roar from on high, and from his holy habitation utter his voice. He will roar mightily against his fold, and shout like those who tread grapes, against all the inhabitants of the earth. The clamor will resound to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has an indictment against the nations. He is entering into judgment with all flesh, and the guilty he will put to the sword says the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, See, disaster is spreading from nation to nation, and a great tempest is stirring from the farthest parts of the earth. There, slain by those slain by the Lord on that day shall extend from one end of the earth to the other. They shall not be lamented or gathered or buried. They shall become dung on the surface of the ground. Wail, you shepherds, and cry out, Roll in ashes, you lords of flock, for the days of your slaughter have come, and your dispersions, and you shall fall like a choice vessel. Flight shall fail the shepherds, and there shall be no escape for the lords of the flock. Hark the cry of the shepherds, and the wail of the lords of the flock. For the Lord is despoiling their pasture, and the peaceful folds are devastated. Because of the fierce anger of the Lord, like a lion he has left his covert. For their land has become a waste because of the cruel sword, and because of his fierce anger. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will now say a song of penitence found on page 90 of the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord and ruler of the hosts of heaven, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and of all their righteous offspring, you made the heavens and the earth with all their vast array. All things quake with fear at your presence. They tremble because of your power, but your merciful promise is beyond all measure. It surpasses all that our minds can fathom. O Lord, you are full of compassion, long-suffering, and abounding in mercy. 
you hold back your hand, you do not punish as we deserve. In your great goodness, Lord, you have promised forgiveness to sinners, that they may repent of their sin and be saved. And now, O Lord, I bend the knee of my heart and make my appeal, sure of your gracious goodness. I have sinned, O Lord, I have sinned, and I know my wickedness only too well. Therefore, I make this prayer to you. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Do not let me perish in my sin, nor condemn me to the depths of the earth. For you, O Lord, are the God of those who repent, and in me you will show forth your goodness. Unworthy as I am, you will save me, in accordance with your great mercy, and I will praise you without ceasing all the days of my life. For all the powers of heaven sing your praises, and yours is the glory to ages of ages. Amen. A reading from John. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is from my Father, who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and anyone who comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that is given to me, but raise it up on the last day. This is indeed the will of the Father, that all who see the Son and believe in him may have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will now read the Song of Zechariah, found on page 92 of the Book of Common Prayer. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Then they said to Jesus, What must we do to perform the works of God? This is the work of God, Jesus said, that you believe in him whom God has sent. Lent is a season of repentance, and indeed repentance is at the heart of Jesus' message. Repent, he said, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But what exactly does that mean? How do we repent in light of the arrival of the kingdom of heaven? And what I love about the gospel passage we just heard is that Jesus is very clear that repentance is not a process that you and I control. In fact, the verb used in the question that people pose to Jesus is the word perform. What must I do, they ask, to perform the works of God? Now, we may not want to admit this, but many of us live with deeply ingrained beliefs, perhaps unconscious beliefs, but beliefs nonetheless that God needs or wants a spiritual performance out of our life, that growing into the full stature of Christ is primarily up to us. If you wanted to state it as a math formula, the belief might sound something like this. Earnestness plus intentionality plus effort plus right values equal the ushering in of the kingdom of heaven. It's very interesting. I've been a priest for about 10 years, and by now I've had dozens upon dozens of conversations with people very aware of their need to repent. But whenever I ask them what they mean by that word repent, they always tell me they need to be a better person or perhaps to try harder to be more like Jesus. But, you know, this may sound strange for a priest to say, but trying harder to be like Jesus, efforting our life to align it more with how we think our Lord lived his life, this doesn't always work out the way we think it will in the long run. In fact, as I've seen it, trying to perform in this particular way usually leads to only one of two outcomes. We either fail and we feel shame, or worse, we convince ourselves we've succeeded that we have, in fact, become more like Jesus through our own effort. But either way, we have spiritually regressed, right? Because whether we're celebrating our spiritual success or lamenting what spiritual failures we imagine ourselves to be, the focus in both cases, ironically, is very much on us, on our performance, whether we see it as a good performance or a bad performance, When in reality, true repentance happens when the focus shifts away from this idea that we perform and moves towards Jesus, the Word made flesh, the one who lived, died, and rose again to set us free. Because if we listen very carefully to what Jesus says, it is not that we need to shape up and try harder for God to be pleased. No, our work is is just to believe, to believe in the one whom God has sent, the one who kissed lepers and forgave sins and ate with tax collectors and recklessly and consistently loved every human being, to believe that this one we know in Jesus is himself the food that endures for eternal life, for it is on Jesus that God the Father has set his seal And it is through Jesus' spirit that we too have been sealed eternally in our baptism. And so here's the idea I offer you today for your consideration. 
What if repentance happens not when we do something, but rather something that unfolds quite spontaneously and effortlessly and organically when our heart sees the reality of what God in Christ has already done on our behalf? I know we all have a part of us that wants to make faith about us. I know I have that part inside of me, this part that's always trying to please and perfect and perform, all in an effort to convince ourselves, the world, and God that we're valuable and righteous. But as we look to Jesus, as we believe in the one whom God has sent, all that God does is communicate over and over again to us how eternally safe we are in God's care and how infinitely precious we are to God. And when that understanding seeps deep into our bones, right action and right intention flow out of our lives into the world. And in that moment, the works of God are not performed, but they do happen in and through our life. What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him whom God has sent. Amen. Let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And And also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Praying Suffrages A, we pray. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O Lord our God, You sustained your ancient people in the wilderness with bread from heaven. Feed now your pilgrim flock 
with the food that endures to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I now invite your own prayers and intercessions. We will now say together the prayer of St. Chrysostom, found on page 102. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised to your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.